to the Faith and Science Podcast. My name is Tyler Bublitz, and welcome back for the second Sunday of Advent for the week of December 9th, 2018, and I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to get into this week's podcast, and I'm excited that we are still in the season of preparation for Jesus coming again and remembering his original coming in this season of Advent. But before we get into this week, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you are enjoying this preparation, this anticipation season. And I want to just throw up my shameless plug for Working Preacher. If you haven't checked out Working Preacher, maybe it make it your Advent goal to check out Working Preacher. Between their Sermon Brainways podcast, their commentaries, their discussions, it's worth going over there and listening to some professors who teach this. And since I'm not an ordained minister, I really like checking out and seeing what they have to say to give me some direction for this podcast. So I'd highly recommend checking out Working Preacher. But before we get into this week, I figure we have to look back at our podcast question from last week. And are you anticipating the hope of Christ this season? Are you preparing yourself for the anticipation of hope that comes with Christ? And I think these are really difficult questions. To be honest, I think it's one of those questions that we love going and getting into the Christmas spirit, getting all wrapped up in everything that's going on with Christmas and preparing for Christmas, that we forget to take that moment of silence, forget to take that moment of just self-reflection and taking it seriously and really contemplating and letting it just wash over us. I know for me, it's very easy to be just busy and going here and there. And the beginning of my December has been lots of driving, going here and there, doing a lot of stuff, which is a lot of fun. But it's also one of those things that am I even taking the time to absorb what is going on in my faith life with this season? So let's get into this week. Our gospel text this week is from Luke chapter 3 verses 1 through 6. And this is an interesting little reading. It's setting up what is going on, but it's also talking about John the baptizer. He is coming into the world and that he is coming from the wilderness, which is being foretold in the prophet Isaiah that it would be a voice coming out of the wilderness to prepare the way of the Lord to make his path straight. Again, this is an opportunity that I picked up from Working Preachers Sermon Brainways podcast this week, is that you could use a nice construction metaphor here of filling in the road and making sure it's nice and straight. But we have to remember, here is John laying the road, laying the path for Jesus and preparing the hearts of the people for Jesus. And what a cool opportunity that was for him to do that. The first reading is from Malachi chapter 3 verses 1 through 4. And this again is in the Christian Bible. This is the last book of the Old Testament. And this is then talking about a messenger being sent to help prepare again that the Lord is coming into his temple and that he is going to wash us clean. 
like soap, that he's going to wash us clean, and that we have the righteousness of God that comes through that. The psalm this week is from Luke chapter 1, verses 68 through 79, and I feel like I need to put in a little disclaimer on why this is coming from Luke. And we have to remember that psalms are songs. They were songs that were sung, and using a lot of times praise and worship type of thing. And in this case, we're getting a song from the book of Luke. And so this is, I think, a very good psalm proclaiming what is coming, that it's coming out of the house of David, and it's talking about what God is, that it's coming from also the ancestor of Abraham. So laying the foundation on where Jesus is coming from and then transitioning us to what his salvation and forgiveness is going to look like and that he is the light that will sit in the darkness and be able to bring peace to this shadowy dark world that we're in at the time. The second reading then is from Philippians chapter 1 verses 3 through 11. And again, this is the second half of what Advent is about, is preparing us for Jesus' second coming. And Paul talking about here that there will be completion to what he's talking to the Philistines about at this point before the coming of Jesus again, to impose his grace and be able to show the character of God through his compassion. So when I looked at these readings and thought about the Advent season, what are these? And we're talking about messengers, people coming beforehand to prepare the way, to let us know of what is coming and help us to grapple with and understand that he is coming and that he is preparing a way for us that he is trying to make it as easy as possible for us by sending these messengers and giving these signs so that we can know and understand the character of God. So as I was thinking about this and trying to tie it to science, my mind went to the seasons. And actually the first one that I thought of was when we're coming out of winter, and in case you don't live in a wintry climate, the winter season can get very, very long and can feel very dark and very gloomy, especially right now, this time of year. The sun is setting in Minnesota at about 4.30, so it gets to be dark very early in the day yet. And it's this season where I remember as a kid even, you get up, you go to school, you barely see the sun, you get home and you barely had any light to play with. And that understanding and thought of, will there ever be any more sun? And after you get through the solstice, you start getting a little more light, but then it just has this feeling of, it's going to be cold forever. And January and February at times up here can be some of these just really cold months, really blustery, deep winds that just bite, and it almost just hurt. And it just feels like this eternity that you're stuck in. But then you start having the signs that things are changing. You start having where the leaves start to bud on the trees. Start showing the life that's coming. 
you're watching the snow slowly disappear. You start noticing that there are birds coming from the south heading north, especially the easy ones of being like Canadian geese, but also that you start just seeing general birds start coming back, and you start hearing them slowly, one by one, making the chorus of what we know to be summer slowly coming. You start to notice the water and just it running, and you put your finger in and it's really cold, but the waters are opening up, and that this new season is starting to come. As that continues to build and you get the snow melt and everything gets drier, you start noticing the world coming to life. But we also notice it going the other way after a long summer season. You start to notice that some of the birds start congregating more as they are preparing and doing test flights. You're noticing geese flying more. You're noticing you might see trumpeter swans suddenly gathering more. You notice that things are starting to fly from the north to the south. You're starting to notice some of these birds just slowly disappearing. We watch the leaves turn from green to their miraculous fall colors of red, oranges, and browns, and yellows. You notice that the temperature starts to drop, just starts to get colder, and we prepare And we get busy yet again. In the traditional sense, you have the fruits ripening with the fall harvest. And that you would be canning and preserving whatever food you could. You start to make sure that everything's going to work well in winter. So in the modern day sense, you are making sure like lawnmowers and small engines have different stabilizers put into the gas to be able to maintain over the long winter season without starting and you start checking to make sure that the items you're going to be using like a snowblower or something along those lines are functioning and ready to go same with your car making sure the battery is going to withstand cold temperatures if you look at these times if you look at the signs that the messengers of nature help us indicate for us to prepare. We look to nature in these cases to help us understand that something is changing, something is coming. We need to prepare. We need to get ready. When we look at these texts, and especially as we're working through this Advent season, this preparation season, yes, we have hope because we've been told that the hope is coming, building off of last week. But now we're getting signs that are pointing to change. Change is happening. Things are starting to be foretold and are coming true. Things that have been said in the past are coming true to prepare us to know that this time is coming and it's coming soon. So we have John in the wilderness, which is being predicted by the prophet Isaiah. We have Malachi talking about how this Savior, this person, this messenger is like soap. That he is going to wash away the impurities. He's going to be able to purify us like hot metal. Putting it in the fire to boil out all the impurities. That he is coming. Luke's gospel 
talks about and shows us the line that has been set aside that this is where it's coming out of. And I honestly think it's really cool when we get into these times closer to Christmas when we start seeing the family trees and we start seeing how far back this line has been set apart, if you want to put it that way. Seeing the family descendants of these amazing people coming from this line. But that when he is here, when Jesus does arrive, the foretelling of what he is going to do to give us the knowledge of salvation to his people by the forgiveness of their sins, by the tender mercy of our God, the drawn from on high will break upon us to give light to those who sit in darkness and the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Verses 77 through 79 in Luke chapter 1. But then we also have this other reading that I think ties this all together so well, is preparing us now for Jesus coming again. We now, at this point, understand what Jesus has done and what he means and what he stands for, the character of who he is. We are just waiting with anticipation for that time to come. Very similar to when we're sitting in winter and are anticipating the coming of spring, when we can start to see it. One of the other things, and I'll transition with this, when we're thinking about Jesus coming back, the place that we are in is that we understand more of the character of God from who God was in the Old Testament and this other compassionate side that we get from Jesus. It reminds me of my significant other, When I first met her, we met online, and it was a lot of communication back and forth, a lot of Skype conversations, a lot of just being in contact. And I'll never forget when I first got to meet her in person, it was weird because it was a person that she looked familiar, but I'd never talked to her in person, but I knew all this stuff about her. And as we got talking, then it settled in that everything was fine. And this is the person who I was anticipating and I was hoping for. But I was thrown off by what my eyes were seeing. Just the differences. Her being a little shorter than I expected. I suddenly heard an accent that I wasn't hearing through the phone. But remember, this ties to our scripture because we know who the character of God is. We have spent time working through and and studying the word, studying the character of who God is. So when Jesus comes again, we already know who he is. We already know who he is. We have already spent time and gotten to know his character. And the more time we spend with him, the more we understand who he is. And he can direct our paths and make them straighter. So that when that time comes, when those leaves are budding and starting to bust forth, there may be some things that surprise us, but we know who he is. We know who our Savior is, the character of who God and Jesus, the character of who God is through Jesus will be presented and be obvious to us. The preparation of what we do to get us ready for that time is vital. But 
realize that just like a tree knows by how long the days are, that the time of change is coming, we know the truth of a time where Jesus is coming and that we need to anticipate it and continue to seek the Lord and continue to seek his insights to prepare us for that time when he comes. So the Twitter question of the week will be, have you stopped to notice the signs? And what I mean by that is, have you stopped to notice the signs of the season that we're in in Advent? Have you stopped to notice the signs of wherever you are, just the physical season on where you're at? So have you stopped to see the signs, just to observe the world around you? Be like a scientist, observe the world around you. Take note, observe. Pause, reflect, give God the time that he needs to understand and teach what is going on in his world so that we can learn from it. So, we'll wrap this up as we always do. I pray God blesses you through your faith and amazes you through science. <laughs>